Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce cost and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com strange. netsuite.com strange. netsuite.com strange. I'm Laura Norton, and this is One Strange Thing, the show where we search the nation's news archives for stories that can't quite be explained. This week, we have something just a little different. The world of weird is wide, and this one struck us as soon as we saw it. We kept coming back to the story, and that's a sign to us that it's worth sharing with you. Now, on to the good stuff. It's safe to say that, in American pop culture, New Jersey has often gotten a bad rap. Sure, we all know about the beer bongs and the bumpets and the spray tans of the Jersey Shore, but at this point, even Google has gotten in on it. Enter a simple search for why does New Jersey? And the search engine suggests you finish up with smell so bad. Other options include the similar stink, have a bad reputation, and the riveting not let you pump your own gas. However fun the smack talk is, it's not really fair. After all, we're talking about the garden state, not the garbage state. There's plenty to offer in Jersey's townships, or towns as outsiders would call them. Take Montgomery, over in Somerset County. As far as state popularity contests go, it consistently ranks as homecoming queen. On list after list of family-friendly places, best suburbs in Jersey, finest school districts, highest property values, Montgomery is there. As a side note, they've apparently got a killer trick-or-trunk situation happening each Halloween. It's mentioned in more than one write-up. And that's just the start. According to the Country Classics blog, there's a turkey trot, a Christmas tree lighting, community centers, classes, and more parks, country clubs, and green space than the average city dweller would know what to do with. It's a high-income, low-crime area, close enough to central Jersey that commuters can reach the highways and their in-town jobs while their children attend nationally-ranked schools back home. As you might imagine, Montgomery Township 
is not big on dramatic news stories. But back in 2008, there was a major event, one so serious that SWAT team members from surrounding areas were called in to assist. But we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Let's start at the beginning, Thanksgiving night, 2008. Montgomery Township, in the historic Blauenberg section of town, it's picturesque there with plenty of markers to let you know which battle occurred where or just how old a certain section of road might be. That part of town is over by Route 518, an area that seems to be a healthy mix of grassy expanse and small shopping centers. In one of those centers was a PNC bank branch. Now, local papers call it a strip mall, but we consider ourselves experts in strip malls. And based on Google Maps, these charming areas look more like pleasant gatherings of village storefronts. If you decided to open your own bagel or cupcake or yogurt outfit there, know that you'd have to call it not a shop, but a shop E. On this particular occasion, the bank branch was closed. After all, it was Thanksgiving and Montgomery was quiet. Until, that is, a loud noise broke the relative silence of the holiday evening. Most news outlets say that the shrieking began at around 8.30 p.m., though the Times of Trenton put it closer to 7.30. But all agree, multiple alarms have been triggered at the PNC Bank. No employees were on site, but alarm companies exist for a reason, and the Montgomery County Township Police Department was duly notified. The Star-Ledger puts the first officers responding sometime after 8.40 p.m., the scene was, well, too paved and suburban to be pastoral, but definitely more placid than they might have expected. The window shades of the PNC bank were drawn tight and the door was securely locked. There was no shattered glass, no dramatic getaway car driven halfway into the building, nothing exciting happening at all. But the officers on scene decided to be thorough and did a quick perimeter sweep. They walked around the building and they noted that all of the exterior windows were secured and all was calm. Well, almost. According to the Times of Trenton newspaper, officers noticed that through a side window, they had a limited view of one of the bank's closed circuit cameras. And on that screen, they saw a figure. Per the times, the screen flickered between cameras, giving them different angles of the same shadowy form. The Times of Trenton seems to have the most thorough account of what happened next. Their reporter wrote that after the suspect inside the building, quote, failed to respond to verbal commands, two decisions were made. The officers called for backup and an additional request was made for SWAT support. The SWAT team was made up of members from four counties, and reporter Adam Zidane wrote that, quote, in all, 30 officers responded. Further, the SWAT team quickly, quote, was staged across the parking lot. And that's not all. The Toronto City News, it must have been a slow news week in Canada, gives the impression that things escalated quickly from there. Bullhorns were used, demanding that whoever was inside must come out. 
Phone calls were made to the bank's landlines in hopes that someone might pick up. Officers later told reporters that they didn't know what they were dealing with. It could have been a robbery, a hostage situation, anything. Without communication from inside, they ran the risk of injuring bystanders during a forced entry. And speaking of bystanders, SWAT and local police wanted to lower their chances of trouble. So they decided to shut down the block. Per the Star-Ledger News, quote, police then sealed off the area to traffic and evacuated residents in three nearby apartment buildings. Star-Ledger reporters spoke to one of the surprised residents. I drove in the parking lot and see all these guys with guns, said Ross Stout. Once the area was secured, the SWAT team decided to try one last means of communication. Per the Times of Trenton, they'd gotten a key to the bank and they threw some device inside. We say some device because no one on the force seemed particularly clear on what it was. Local reporter Alex Zidane, he finally went with, quote, an interactive electronic device to allow communication. Whatever that meant, it didn't work. So, in what had to be a very tense 45 minutes, calls were made and the choice was final. They were going in. Quietly, the SWAT team spread out across the building. And while we don't have a clear account of what that looked like, we have seen movies, so we get the gist. What happened next, per the Times of Trenton, is, well, less glamorous. As the team cleared each room, they discovered an internal room that couldn't be seen from the windows. In that room, was the suspect. Negotiations would forever be at a standstill. There were no other options. Because, dear listeners, there was just one strange thing. This bank robber, she was made of cardboard. Specifically, she was a promotional cutout, the sort of five-foot-tall human photo figure that we see at banks or grocery stores. The ones that you stand next to and ignore like a piece of furniture. Well, this one was no longer invisible. In fact, she was the star of the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The SWAT team quickly dispersed, and the block's residents were allowed to return to their homes. The Times of Trenton wrote that a car pulled up to an officer and asked, Did you find anyone? The reporter imagined that the officers responding, No, carried some level of emotion. As for locals, they seemed amused. Some were grumpy about tax dollars, but still amused, and not sure what else could or should have been done. Local blogger Greg Gillette covered the incident in a 2008 post, which we've excerpted here. Among other things, he wrote the following. 
At the risk of having to spend the next 10 years driving 35 miles per hour between Hillsboro and Princeton, I must admit I found the Montgomery Township police standoff with the cardboard cutout at the PNC Bank in Skillman pretty funny. I would bet that even most police officers got a chuckle out of this story. It really could happen to anyone. And those kinds of incidents are always worth a chuckle. And, of course, we can be thankful Montgomery doesn't have a wax museum. And maybe like Greg, you're thinking, okay, sure, it's funny. Well, it's also still at least a little weird. Maybe the fact that the cutout could be mistaken for a human was one thing. But how did those motion sensors get set off? Early on, Montgomery Township Police Sergeant Robert Mitchell spoke with reporters and discussed the possible causes of false alarms. Turns out they can be a pretty common occurrence with common causes. Sergeant Mitchell told NBC4 that false alarms, quote, can be set off by animals, wayward balloons, or extreme weather. As the initial reports on the incident wrapped up, police assured citizens of Montgomery Township that the investigation into the origin of the alarms was still ongoing. But Sergeant Mitchell told NBC4 one other thing. All those common causes, balloons, animals, weather, none of them had set off the PNC alarm. Simply put, no one there that night knew why. On a silent holiday evening, in a darkened room, multiple sirens began to blare around a smiling, frozen woman. One who'd hung around, apparently, after her promotional purposes were over. Though she'd been cast as a cardboard bandit, she couldn't have been to blame, right? After all, she was just standing there, waiting. A rather convoluted official theory was eventually offered, though it was not the focus of the Times of Triton's next article. They weren't interested in the details of how the police ended up there. The reporters just wanted to enjoy the fact that the police were there. The standoff was a lot more interesting, so they didn't bother with the ongoing alarm mystery, which, as lovers of the unexplained, we found to be a bit of a letdown. But in any case, the official line eventually became this. An ATM repair much earlier in the day had triggered multiple location theft alarms that night. But that was one throwaway line in the article fretting over the cost of deploying a SWAT team. There wasn't any specific talk of how exactly the two incidents were connected. And we'd love to see some evidence of a connection because, from our research, it definitely seems off, to say the least. The False Alarm Reduction Association, and yes, that is a real organization, refers to ATM security alarms as entirely separate from building security alarms. And, from a fail-safe standpoint, that makes sense. You wouldn't want one glitch to throw off a whole bank's security, both inside and out. Furthermore, just how an ATM adjustment could have led to a motion sensor tripping in the building 10 or 12 hours later, that's also unclear. Nothing was mentioned regarding the inside security alarm at all. So, if one was in the mood to argue, 
they might ask the bank to forgive us, show them the money. Maybe the problem was truly examined carefully, and each possibility was ruled out. But we suspect the embarrassment was forgotten as soon as possible. If there were any devils in the details, they might have discovered them if they'd started with those inside cameras, making out what seemed to be, to a team of highly trained law enforcement, a figure made of bone and flesh, not pop-up prefab. Actually, we're a little surprised that no one in town went the supernatural route. After all, Blauenberg, the historic area where the PNC is located, is just a few short minutes from Skillman Village. Somerset County has its share of hauntings, but Skillman Village is perhaps the most notorious. Because it was once home to what the New York Times called three generations of mental hospitals. And we're not talking about three generations of modern healthcare facilities. According to the Times of Trenton, the first facility in that spot was founded in 1898. 100 years of refocusing on different illnesses and clientele did very little to improve Skillman's aura. The abandonment of the property entirely in 1998 didn't help either. The skeleton of the facility sat empty, with schools and houses springing up uneasily around it. A local mother told a New York Times reporter in 2009, quote, It's like living in a horror movie. And that's not even counting Maplewood House. Per the Courier News, Maplewood House was built by, we swear, one John A. Voorhees and was eventually expanded into a mansion by his descendants. That mansion would house the various directors of the various psychiatric hospitals that sprung up over and over on those grounds. According to the Courier News, when the property was vacated, there had been plans to turn the mansion into a museum a sort of historic record of the practices that had taken place at the hospitals, in the dark corners and low-ceilinged hallways. But it never quite came to fruition. Locals said the building was haunted, just like the rest of the village. For some reason, a local elementary school was located quite close to the site, which is probably worth an episode all on its own. And according to the Times of Trenton, the families in the area grew increasingly unhappy. As one child asked, Mommy, why do I have to go to school in such a scary place? In 2011, Maplewood House burned to the ground, and what authorities told the news was, quote, a suspicious fire. Haunted mansion fires, ghost bank heists. It was an exciting couple of years, especially for the police and fire and rescue. No doubt the area was relieved when the entirety of the village was bulldozed and, per the Times of Trenton, reimagined as a beautiful park. By 2014, six years after the PNC bank heist that wasn't, the abandoned grounds of Skillman Village were a fading memory. And we're not here to say that a five-minute drive to a landmark featured in every 
haunted New Jersey website and paranormal YouTube video would have any effect on a little PNC bank and a charming non-strip mall. But atmosphere does have a funny way of seeping out, doesn't it? Maybe it makes people a little jumpier. Or maybe it makes them more willing to accept explanations that don't quite make sense. Because, well, that's better than the alternative, right? We hope you'll join us next time for another real-life story from the fine print of America's local papers, from the lives of regular people, just like you and me, except for one strange thing. Oh, and strangers. One Strange Thing is an entirely independent production. To support the show and to hear more of the entirely true and enticingly peculiar, join us over on Patreon. There, you'll get ad-free early releases of our regular episodes, full-length bonus episodes, and plenty of other fun content, all for five bucks a month. We hope you'll check it out. There's a link in our show notes.